garden again. <laughs> you want to try it in a different way, like on my laptop? Mm. There you are. You're on. Hey, Christ Community Church and friends of Christ Community Church. Uh, thankfully, I have uh, Ty Peterson here because we were having trouble, technology trouble, and uh, I have the same sort of skill with technology as I have with um, my toolbox. You know, if, if I turn it on and it doesn't work, uh, I don't even have a hammer. I just say Ty or Carly or somebody. So I'm glad you are here with us and you're joining with us uh, tonight. This is the Christ Community Church first, very first live event for me by Facebook, and I uh, hope this goes well. How can I tell people are on? Yeah, uh, it just says up there, and the, it'll say in the top corner a little bit. We got 16 people watching. Okay, now. can't really see everybody, but I wish I could turn this to show you Ty because he's going to be helping me out. He's uh, over here. Oops, he's actually over there for me. Uh, so thank you can thank Ty for all the technical help. Uh, before we get started, I want to um, just say some preliminary things. First of all, I'm going to try to publish a poll. Got a poll question for you. Ty, where is that? Yep, you're going to go back. Scroll down a little bit. Yep. I'm going to have to type it in because it's a new one now. Oh, okay. Here's my poll question. Um, are we going to meet together for worship uh, before or after May 15th. So we're going to have a little poll and see if we're uh, optimist or pessimist. So before we're going to have some kind of church service before May 15th or after May 15th. You can um, you can respond to that poll. The second thing is I have a question for you. Click on that one. This. And then hit publish. Publish. That good? Mm -hmm. then hit All right, then I have a question for you. I'm going to add this question right now. And this is one of the most important questions. Uh, what... Netflix or Prime series can I watch with my wife Nancy so it's not just something I'm going to um, is it that get added okay it's not something I'm just gonna watch it's something we're gonna sit down and watch together we pretty much run out of ideas so we need your help so take the poll uh, before or after May 15th, that's uh, for betting people. That's called an over or under. So you think we're going to meet together? I hope we do before May 15th, uh, or you think it's going to be afterwards. Uh, and you want to answer the question, what kind of uh, prime series would you recommend for me and my wife? Hey, if you have questions as we go along, I'm going to try to answer a bunch of anticipated questions. Um, but you may have a question, and as it goes on, you should just go ahead and send those questions in. I'll be looking at those. Uh, can you turn up the volume on your end? Okay, I'm going to talk a little louder. Um, so thank you, Lauren Duncan. Lauren Duncan, are you in uh, California? That's what I want to know right now. 
Um, so uh, thank you, Kathy Poulos. You think we're going to meet before? Kathy was in here and uh, getting us ready for Easter, and she thought we were going to meet by Easter. She really believed that. So, Kathy, I appreciate that optimism. So um, Ty's collecting the before and afters. You're going to put the Netflix in. Uh, if you have any other questions, you can go ahead and type them in right now. Uh, about what's happening at the church. I'm going to try to answer a lot of those questions as we go along. Uh, and it's certainly at any point you can answer a question. A couple of things you need to know. Number one, if you're not getting the Christ Community Church newsletter, you got to get the newsletter. You just have to get the newsletter because all the information, most of the information I'm going to talk about is in the newsletter. And uh, if you're not getting the newsletter, that comes out on Wednesday. So you should have gotten it yesterday from Carly or from Christ Community Church, and um, it'll have a lot of links in it, and you need to read all the way through. I know on most newsletters, you just get the front page, and you don't read any, but you got to scroll down. you got plenty of time. What else are you doing? You're going to scroll down, and you're going to look at all the resources and stuff that we have on the newsletter. Also, if you're not getting uh, by email uh, the information for this Sunday morning worship service, you want to call the office or contact Carly as well, and she'll make sure your name is on the list. Or it's possible that you have a friend who uh, you've been sending the links to, and you just want to add them to our list. Uh, might, might be a friend who has children, and you like the resources Sharon's sending out. Uh, again, call the office or email Carly, C-A-R-L-E-Y, at cccwnc.com, and she will uh, make sure you're, you get on the list. Uh, finally, let's see, I'm making sure I got my sort of questions done there. Thank you. Um, okay. I think it'll be after. Thank you, Cindy Sullivan. I, I, I hope it's not, but if I had to put money down, and I'm not a betting man, uh, I would say after. But I'm feeling more optimistic today than I was a week ago. How about that? Hey, uh, again, as people are signing on, uh, wanted to do one of these Facebook lists. You've probably seen them. I never do them. I don't post or do anything on Facebook. All this whole stuff is new to me. But to, uh, to kill a few minutes and to, to do stuff with, when you're bored, uh, that Facebook uh, you know, says, hey, answer these questions and send it to your friends. So here's a little Facebook list about Paul Phillips. Uh, none of this is important. F uh, favorite pie, apple pie. I mean, if you're an American, it's apple pie. Uh, my first car was a Datsun, Datsun 210. Those are now Nissans, but I have a, a, a brown four-door Datsun, and I want to tell you it was ugly. It was U-G-L-Y. cost me $3,000, which was a lot of money back then. Uh, so Datsun 210, do I have any tattoos? Negative. I do not have any tattoos. Have I ever broken a bone? No. Uh, I've had some cracks. Maybe that counts, but uh, no, no real breaks. My favorite uh, show as a kid. Now, this is really going to date me. So only like four people are going to know this. Nobody's going to know my car favorite cartoon. It's called Johnny Quest. Anybody know? I'm going to give you something special if you can if you can reply. Hey, I saw Johnny Quest. It's probably not politically correct now, uh, but it was a, a little cartoon show about boys. So I like Johnny Quest. And um, if you've never seen Johnny Quest, really don't waste your time uh, looking it up. And uh, at, at a regular show, I like the Six Million Dollar Man, Lee Majors. Oh, he was awesome. And I want to tell you, it's on some channel that I get on my YouTube television, 
and I can't watch them anymore. They're too painful. They're too slow. They're too goofy. The storylines are terrible. But when I was uh, 12 or something, I loved the $6 million man. Uh, instrument you played as a kid. I played the cornet or the trumpet in middle school. I was terrible. I knew about three notes, and I, I never figured it out, and I didn't do that too long. Have you ever hit a deer? No, I have not hit a deer. I've hit a dog. I wish I maybe hit a deer. I hit somebody's dog, um, and it was that was that was it for him. Uh, favorite season is the spring right now. I love it right now because uh, it's warming up and it's going to get warmer. So I like that. Have I ever ice skated? Yes, in the on an ice pond in New Jersey when I was dating Nancy, and it was very unsuccessful. I'm surprised she still married me after that event. My worst job is a grave digger. I dug graves for two summers while I was in college. I don't recommend it. Best concert? Oh, man, I went to Michael Jackson and the Jackson 5 in the 80s, and I went to Bruce Springsteen in the 80s, and those were clearly... Uh, those were my winners. Uh, so, hey, don't forget, you're, you're responding to the non-scientific poll. Are we gonna, going to meet before or after May 15th? Got to type that in. And if you have a Netflix series that uh, you think would be good for me and my wife to watch together. All right, so here I'm going to get, get uh, to some specifics about what's happening at Christ Community Church. And again, if you have questions, go ahead and type those in and... Um, I or Ty will be looking at those. Ty, how do I do something with this box, yeah, or do I? That X on there. Okay, got it. All right, so here's some uh, basic information about what's happening at Christ Community. So you get uh, right in the inner circle with this information. Number one, sun, Sunday mornings and the gatherings on Sunday morning. We are really just going by what the governor says. So on April 30th, if he says, hey, we're opening things back up, then we're going to try to open things back up. If he says no, then you know we're we're living by that. So whatever he says, that's that's you'll know as soon as I'll know. Um, and one of the kind of curious questions we have as as elders and staff is, what if he opens it back up gradually? So for instance, if he says, "Hey, you we're going to be back open for less than fifty people or less than a hundred people." Uh, what would Christ Community Church do then? Well, we we would not have a worship service for less than 50. It's too complicated. We would try to do something for less than 100, and that creates a lot of questions about how, how would you know and you have to sign up and all that stuff. We're working on that uh, right now, um, but we'll see how that works out. You can pray for us just for wisdom as we try to figure out those things. Uh, a lot of times when I talk to folks, I ask them, you know, what they miss the most and um, a lot of people mention different things, but almost everybody mi misses seeing each other and singing. Uh, so uh, you just can't, you know, you just can't replicate that on a Zoom call. And, you, you know, even if you have a wonderful voice like myself, uh, it is not good just to sing by yourself. So we look forward to being back together. And again, we're moving by what the governor has to say for us there. Uh, one big challenge that ha we're going to have, and I'm sure you guys are going to rise to the occasion, is just unity. Um, because when we get back together, things are going to be different. You know, there'll be hand sanitizers everywhere, and you're not going to be able to shake anybody's hands or touch anybody or hug anybody. And that's the first thing you're going to want to do. That's the first thing I'm going to want to do is reach out and hug you. 
because I haven't seen you in four weeks or eight weeks. But uh, those things are going to be changed. And, of course, everybody's going to have an opinion on what to do with their kid or what to do with themselves or should I wear a mask or should I have gloves on. I mean, all that stuff's going to happen. And we just need to be prepared that people are going to be all over the spectrum on it. And uh, you're just going to lean in and say, that's okay. I'm not, I'm not where you are, whether that's more or less, you know, worried about the virus. But I love you. I'm going to do whatever ever I can to, to live in peace. Romans 12:18. If it's if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace. So that's going to be our motto here as we transition into whatever the new normal is. It's going to take some time. Hey, we have developed a, a little health team, and the team captain for our health team is Wendy Holdsworth. Thank you, Wendy, for jumping in on that. And what she and her team are going to do is look around the church and make suggestions on how we can best create the cleanest germ-free environment. So if you have some thoughts on that, you can go ahead and email Wendy right now, text her or call her and said, hey, I heard this from another church or, or whatever. You might have some uh, expertise in this area as a nurse or a doctor. Uh, but she's leading that ch- team, and, of course, we'll figure out some of that stuff as, um, as we meet together. I want to say a big thank you to uh, Ty Peterson and Will Cooper and Philip Varvaris because they have been the ones that have uh, done the videos, and they've done a great job, and they're going to continue to do those as long as uh, we need them. But it's also good for you to know that in this uh, interim time, we have gone ahead with our install of new camera, new sound system, new um, projector in the sanctuary. That was part of CCC 2.0 that was in the middle of the install uh, when the coronavirus hit. So those guys finished this out. Uh, I think they got maybe one more thing to do, but it's all installed And from now on, we'll be videoing and recording the sermons from this point forward. Uh, So thank you uh, for your generosity during the campaign that allowed that to happen. And we look forward to having the the sermons and and maybe part of the service um, on video uh, all the time. And then that'll be uploaded to the website. Um, Let's see here. Uh, the, the, again, the content for Sunday mornings is sent in an email to you. So if you're not getting that, if you're like, like you don't get it, so you just log on to the website, um, then uh, you, uh, if you log on the website, then you can just get the information there. But there's lots of information in the email. If you're not getting that, contact Carly. Um, it, you're going to f- see in this uh, conversation that Carly pretty much runs Christ Community Church. Uh, so that's okay. Um, the other thing is, uh, in terms of checking your email, we have we have things that are posted on Facebook. We have things that are posted on Instagram. We have things that come by email. And so let's say, for instance, I've been doing the daily office. So this is a little quiet time that we do together. It lasts about 10 minutes. I think I've done five of them. And uh, I post them twice a week. Uh, posted one today down at the marina and uh, just had a, the sunrise out there and we talked about the Lord together for a few minutes and got posted. A lot of you all have loved that and you've given me great feedback and I really appreciate that. Uh, but some of you have heard about it, but you don't know how to access it. It's on Facebook, but I mean it's on Instagram. But if you go to the newsletter, you can just press the link and you don't actually have to have an Instagram account to actually watch it. 
So um, that that's good for you to know. Um, let's see here. Community groups. Community groups. I'm sort of trying to read. Oh, Mary Nichols Rue. David loved Johnny Quest. Mark Hurt. Johnny Quest was awesome. <laughs> nice. Jeff Henson, you watch Johnny Quest. All these people, they're telling you their age right now. Uh, hey, so um, the community groups, lots of them are meeting by Zoom. And so if yours yours isn't, then uh, you need to get on your, your uh, community group leader and say, hey, get, let's get on Zoom. You can get a free Zoom for 100 people uh, or get 100 people on your free Zoom for 40 minutes. Uh, so you don't have to pay for it. Uh, and there are other ways you can do it, FaceTime, other things. Um, but you, you should try to be trying to do this. It's going to be a while before we're back together. It's really been great. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't like it as much as being personally together, uh, but it's, it's a good thing. So get your, get your leader to make that happen. Um, hey, and the guys who are in my group that are logged on, I see a couple of you right now. In, in, the la in one of my last texts, I said, hey, guys, you set up the time and date. And guess what? Pastor Paul's going to lead it. But I haven't had any of my guys step up. So I'm calling you out right here on my first uh, Facebook Live. you got to step up. you got to tell me the time and date. And I'm going to be there. I'm going to make it happen. And we're going to be together. Uh, the, hey, there's also a one-on-one -on -one phone call with Pastor Paul. And uh, if you would like to spend 15 or 20 minutes talking to me personally, uh, have me pray for you, tell me something's going on in your life, or just uh, chit-chat for 15 minutes, you go to the website and you go under the tabs that says Ministries. It's right on the top bar. You can't miss it. And when you hit that tab, it says Care and Connection. And you hit the Care and Connection, and um, you sign up. Or if you just want to write out a prayer request, we get them that way as well. Uh, let's see, finances, finances, that's pretty much all the connection uh, component there. Uh, finances, we want to give a, as Rob Campbell would say, a hand praise to uh, to the Lord, but also to Mark the Cosmaker, because he has done an incredible, an incredible job of getting our finances together. So I want to just tell you briefly about that. First of all, we have reworked the entire budget uh, for April to December for 2020. And we cut out 20% of our expenses uh, going forward, not counting any staff. We're, we're trying to preserve that, obviously. But uh, not having meetings, not having meals, not paying nursery workers, um, cutting out an event like Founders Day or the Easter potluck, which was sad. Uh, those things just came out of the budget. We stopped all expenses uh, for the staff. And so we cut out a lot of money there. And we're hoping to make that work. Fortunately, uh, we we, st we also stopped any Christ Community Church 2.0 projects uh, that were going forward. That didn't count the sound system because we're already uh, paid for that and in the middle of the install. Uh, fortunately, we have great elders and deacons and treasurer, uh, Ned Marable, Mark DeCosmaker, Louisa. And we keep a about a four-month reserve fund in our bank account for emergencies, just like you do at home. So you have a you have a, a savings account or something in your checkbook that says, "Hey, in case everything blows up, like if there's a worldwide pandemic and I lose my job, I'm not broke the next day." So uh, we do the same thing. We keep that in our reserve account, so we're we're feeling like we have some cushion there. It's not an immediate emergency. Um, and we have also applied for 
uh, federal loan money. It's called the CARES Act, C-A-R-E-S, CARES, uh, where it helps protect the uh, hiring or the, uh, the staffing of your church, so that people still can be employed and paid rather than them going on unemployment. And we're not sure if we'll get that. We think we will. Uh, Mark's done a great job with the application. Um, but it's sort of like your taxes. You know, you fill out the information and it takes a while for them to respond. So we feel positive about that, but we'll let you know when we, when we find out for sure. Uh, another thing about our finances, and probably uh, quite a few of you didn't know this, um, that we were right on the verge of hiring an associate or an assistant pastor. Uh, we've had several Skype interviews with a guy named Austin Hendrickson. He is a seminary student. He was in the Air Force for 10 years and uh, went to the Air Force Academy. He got out of the Air Force Academy and went to Covenant Seminary. And he and his wife uh, are uh, graduating in May. He is graduating in May. They have four kids that are under six years old, and they are ready to move somewhere and plant themselves and grow with the church and we've really enjoyed our conversations with him, and we would hope to hire him, but obviously with the coronavirus, uh, it's not a no, it's just a holding pattern. So we are in a holding pattern on that, and, um, and would you pray for Austin Hendrickson and uh, pray for wisdom for him? I mean, he's got a wife and, and four kids, and he's going to be done with school May 15th. Uh, and he's going to be looking for a place to move and pray for us that we would be wise. We don't want to hire somebody and then we can't pay him in January. So uh, you can help us with your prayers on that. Hey, I want to say thank you so much for your giving. It has made a big difference. We haven't lost um, in terms of our, our data from last year to this year. We're still on track, on the same giving track. Uh, so thank you. I, I had said in the very first week, that um, some folks who are, had, didn't lose their job and maybe have some more margin would need to step up and give some extra money to fill in the gaps for others, and, and many of you did. So I want to say thank you. I know lots of you are still continuing to give, even though there's a lot of uncertainty with your current career or job uh, situation. I want to say thank you for that. I'm very proud to serve and shepherd a congregation that really has been remarkable in its generosity. Um, and not just in money, although that's been part of it. It's really generosity of heart, generosity of spirit. And so uh, thank you for that. We have added a text to give component, which if you're probably under 30, you've been wondering why haven't we done this before? Uh, and I don't know. We haven't. I'm old, I guess. But we are adding that component. It's not too complicated, especially if you're under 30. If you're like me, when I signed up for it, you know, I needed help. So um, the instructions are there. I think there's even a video to show you how to do it, if that's not something you're familiar with. But a lot of you do do um, use text to give and now you can use it with Christ Community Church. Hey, if you know anybody who needs help financially, uh, then uh, we would love to know that name in that situation. So again, call Carly at the office or send her an email and we'll, we will get uh, that information uh, to the Benevolence uh, Committee. Uh, I'm just sort of kind of scrolling through. Um, <laughs> this is a better way than the daily briefings from the president. Sure feels good to hear from the church. Thank you, Caleb. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to do this every day as the president, and I certainly wouldn't have to make decisions he has to make. But thank you guys for um, 
for chiming in here. Remember Netflix. We're looking for Netflix series that Nancy and I can um, can watch together. If we watch one and like it, I'm going to buy you some popcorn or something. And uh, the, we're having a, a non-scientific poll. Are we going to meet? Be able to meet before May fifteenth or after? You got to chime in on that. Um, finally, uh, on the giving part, um, one of the things that helps me personally, in terms of thinking about sacrifice, um, because whenever you're giving money. Uh, to something or someone, you could use it somewhere else. I mean, all of us have to make decisions about how we use our money, how we use our time, how, how we use our the generosity of spirit. And I just wanted to show you a picture that I have in my office and I look at every day. See that picture? Oh, yeah. Who's that little uh, butter bean right in the middle? That is Pastor Paul Phillips. I think I'm about four years old right there. And on my right, that's my dad, Morgan L. Phillips Jr. He gave his life fighting for the country, fought in Korea. And then my, my granddad, Morgan L. Phillips Sr., he fought in World War II. So you see that picture? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a picture just like that with my grandson, Daniel. So I'm going to have him sit in the middle of a bench, and I'm going to sit on his left, and Zachary's going to sit on his right, and I'm going to give it to him. And I'm going to give it to him with this picture included. And I want, to, want him to look back on that picture when he was three, three or four, the same way I look back on this picture that he had a dad and a granddad who made sacrifices. And that, that little picture, you know, somebody took 53 years ago maybe, uh, means a lot to me now at 56. And so I'm grateful for that. I hope you have inspiring people that help you um, be generous, to be kind, uh, to be compassionate, people who've done that for you. Um, Ministry area reports. So I've done uh, how we're trying to communicate with you. I've done uh, our finances um, and sacrifice and ministry area reports. Uh, you should be getting information if you're a, a parent or a student uh, from Sharon and David. So Sharon is uh, she sends stuff out for Sunday morning for you to do. She has a weekly FaceTime with parents and children. She's doing a read a, read out loud thing that's really been uh, helpful for parents. Their kids sit down and, and watch Sharon Radford read a book, and, and there's a little, little uh, activity attached with that. There are emails that she sends out with extra resources. Uh, she did the first MOLO, I think, this week, which I think um, my understanding that went really well. And um, tutoring. So we're trying to help students, but this is uh, one thing I can tell you about that is a lot of the kids that we, that we do um, help in tutoring are the types of kids who are already behind in many cases, and this is going to put them in a difficult uh, position, this lack of school uh, for the rest of the year, uh, probably. And so we're, gonna, we're, looking, we're looking at how we can partner with Mary C. Williams and Myrtle Grove specifically, and they've already asked us to be thinking creatively about how we can help catch these kids up on their education over the summer. So we might be running stuff out of the church in some form. 
um, that's different than before. And this would be an, an area that uh, we probably are going to need volunteers for in, in a bunch of different ways. I know a lot of you have called me and said, how, how can I volunteer, Pastor Paul? And I would say right now, really, there's very few things to do because you can't connect with anybody. But in the summer, there's really going to be um, there's really going to be stuff for you to do. And I'm just letting you know that's going to be something that's going to, to happen uh, over the over time. Uh, youth, David's doing a lot of, a lot of things with the youth. He's got Zoom meetings and Skype parties and uh, all that kind of stuff. Really, he's trying to do three things. He's trying to encourage people just by being connected, kind of like this meeting. He's trying to um, have a little Bible study together with them. So they've done four 20-minute teachings uh, about the life of Joseph and, and with some uh, stuff for, for the students to do at home. And then he's just trying to strengthen them in their own individual time with the Lord. And he's done some virtual um, devotionals. So, again, if you have a high school student or you are a high school student, you're not getting that information, you need to contact David about that. Uh, El Cuerpo, this is uh, what we do. Liz, Liz Cooper, she's a, we all think she has a superpower. She's awesome. And... Um, one thing that specifically is needed for uh, the students that she's trying to connect with and help is old laptops or old um, tablets. And so there's a directions on how to erase all your information off that. But if you have something that's lying around your house that you don't use anymore, that can be turned into a teaching tool for a student. And uh, in the newsletter, there was a connection to her, so you can contact Liz at the church uh, or through her email and she'll tell you how to make all that happen but again that information is also in the newsletter one great little story about that is we're helping partner with us with uh, another organization that does that and i think the story went something like this was uh, when liz was over at uh, myrtle grove middle that the other person with the other uh, group was there and they're the main sending uh, of the tablets into the school and they that the principal I think or whoever Liz knew over there said hey can we just work with Liz and they will said yeah but we're gonna be sending you this stuff and they said no we really trust Liz can we just work with her and I think that's awesome I mean that that says a lot like hey we don't know you and we're not saying you're not gonna do it but we know Liz and when she says something's gonna happen it, she makes it happen and so we want to just work with her so way to go Liz uh, you want to give her a big high five when you see her. Well, virtual high five, not a not a actual. Can't touch anybody. Uh, so thank you for that, Liz. Uh, there in the newsletter. I don't know if I've said you need to be looking at your newsletter, but in the newsletter, uh, you need to listen to uh, a little podcast that she did, or she got invited as a guest, uh, and it's a little 15 minute podcast. You, it's going to make your heart grow three sizes too big, kind of like the Grinch thing. Because uh, you're going to be really proud of what she's doing and, and what you're participating with with us in the uh, El Cuerpo ministry. She told me to tell you this, that they're partnering with UNCW Latino Alliance to distribute food. And so far they're distributing 5,600 school meals to students and 450 pantry boxes from Nourish NC to Hispanic neighborhoods and families. And in fact, uh, somebody that came to our free clinic uh, called Liz last night and said, hey, I need food. I need help. And Liz said, hey, I'm going to bring by one of these boxes of food. This morning, someone called me, complete stranger. 
they had a connection with somebody in the church, but they called me and said, hey, um, I know you know this guy, and I would like to give you some $50 uh, gift cards that you could give away to people who are hungry. So I went by, picked them up, and dropped them off at Liz, Liz's house, and she took them, and she's going to feed a family with a box and give them a, uh, a gift card. So I just it's amazing how God strings those things together in perfect timing. Uh, so, again, thank you all for your generosity. Hey, as we, um, as we get sort of the close of the information, I'm wondering, Ty, are there specific questions that I'm not, I see a lot of comments, I don't, I'm not looking at them close enough to know, uh, let's see. Yeah, we've got a couple of fun questions and a couple serious questions. Can you give me the serious question first? Yeah. Uh, Lou Rosenblum asked, should extra giving go to Benevolence General or other for Hey, that's a great question, uh, Lou, thank you for asking that. Um, Honestly, the easiest thing to do is to give it uh, to just to just mark it as a uh, an extra gift or special gift to the general fund. That way, we have more flexibility as to how that might get used. Um, but if you if you mark it for the benevolence fund, that's fine. It'll be used that way. So so we would prefer the general fund. That gives us maximum flexibility. But if you want to put the benevolence fund in there, that's fine because a lot of these extra funds are going to that particularly. Could you host a TV show? Uh, negative. <laughs> I have a face made for radio, not for television. Uh, let's see. What else, Ty? Yeah, Pete asked if video sermons are going to continue after the church returns. Yes, video sermons are going to continue. And our question now, and so they, they will be recorded and uploaded. And uh, we're, what we're not sure of right now is if it's going to be a live stream at all. We hadn't originally thought of that. But I think what's going to happen is when we are allowed to meet back together, I think there's still going to be a fair amount of nervousness, especially if you're uh, older, you have some kind of compromised immune system. You may not want to rush back in with three or 400 people. And um, so we might think about trying to figure out how to make that happen live. And um, uh, if, it, if it can't happen, it's because Ty worked on it and it just couldn't make it happen. But um, good, good question, and we're trying to work on that. Anything else? I'm just looking through here, Ty. No other questions really right now. Morgan does want to know who your favorite child is. <laughs> Morgan Keesler wants to know who my favorite child is. My favorite child is very easy to identify at this moment. It's my grandchild, Daniel who is clearly in first place, and he's headed towards second place because I'm going to have a granddaughter named Lucy on July the 20th or somewhere around there, and she's going to bump Daniel back to second chair, and so that means Morgan is at least in third chair. Uh, but she's with Zachary in third chair, let's say that. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> let's see, what else? She said... Uh... What is the drawn picture over your right shoulder? Uh, oh, gosh, i got to show you this. So the drawn picture over my right shoulder is a friend of mine who um, I visited in the hospital, and uh, he was thanking me for coming by to visit him, and he has some sort of cartoon uh, ability, so he wrote me a little cartoon uh, about uh, saying thank you. But let me show you this. This is even better. 
Oh, yeah. So this is David and I. I don't know if you can see that too well. We dressed up like Hans and Franz, and we did a little skit. I think it was at a leadership banquet. Oh, my gosh. That probably doesn't need to go out on the Internet anywhere. But I keep that up because that makes me, that makes me laugh. Uh, so that's what that is. Good question. Uh, hey, Carla Edwards, thank you for your uh, constant uh, faithfulness to push us towards the video sermons. They're, they're really happening largely because of, of your um, very nice and kind pressure. So thank you for that. Am I missing anything? Uh, there's a question. Is there a Chromecast connection? Uh, the best way to do that would be to get a Facebook app or um, Vimeo and, and access our page if there is that available on Chromecast. Uh, is there a Chromecast connection? See, just Ty just told me that, and I can't even, I don't know, even know what he said. He started speaking Japanese somewhere in the middle of it. So uh, ask Ty. That's what I'm going to say about that. Hey, before we close up here, uh, Ty, did you get a sense of it was before or after we got the winning total? Yeah, we can. He's going to look at that. I'm going to um, I'm going to do a little little devotional here that uh, might have done um, on a Monday Thursday. I appreciate some of you texting me and saying, "Hey, we're sad. We're missing this event. And we're very sad. Missing this Good Friday, Easter Sunday." Uh, but when, since we've been studying the life of David, you know, reading the Psalms, reading through First and Second Samuel. You know, David spends a lot of his time in the desert. And in Israel, the desert is obviously dry, but it's also mountainous and very rocky. And he relates to the desert. Dry times, rocky times, times where you don't have what you want. You're not in a place that's comfortable. You're you're missing something, you're longing for something. And my guess is that this coronavirus has at some level put us all in a desert. We're isolated from each other. Um, there are things you're used to that you just simply can't have. And your, your soul longs for these things that are good things uh, that God designed us for, like just being together, that you're missing. And in a pretty well-known psalm, uh, Psalm 18, he says this, um, He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He causes me to stand on the heights or to stand on high places. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. And because my feet are like the feet of the deer, then I can climb these rocks that are in front of me. I, I can climb these mountains. And... Um, I think it's just very interesting that that's the way David expresses his feelings as he's out in the desert looking at these these deer climbing over these mountains. And I want you what I want you to notice is that um, God doesn't change the desert; He changes David in the desert. And it could have been very easy for David to say, um, and of course he did say in, in other Psalms, but. To say, God, just get me out of this desert. I don't want to be in the desert anymore. I'm sick of the desert. And he doesn't. He says, God, in that desert, you enabled me to climb up these hills. You changed me in the desert. You didn't change my surroundings. You didn't change the path. You actually kept me in the desert for 10 years. But you changed my feet. And because you changed my feet, then, then you changed me. 
and I can now live in all kinds of places and trust you because I've been in this desert place. And so I'm wondering in your prayers if you are praying and hoping God is going to change your desert or change your feet. Really, have you just been praying, God, can you change, can you make this go away? Or have you said, no, no, if it doesn't go away, can you change me so I can live here? And not live uh, uh, just trying to make it. Live at the heights. Live, live on top. St. Benedict, he wrote this, In times of difficulty, it's a great temptation to demand that God return what we have lost. Yet, in the field of tragedy, God sows, sows seeds of new life. So I hope you're looking for that. I hope you're looking for the seeds of new life. You can't, maybe you can't see them right now. They're just seeds. But something, we're not going to go back to where we were. You're not going to go back to where you were. He's, God's changing you somehow in this desert. And he's enabling you to do things in the future that you couldn't have done six months ago. And I was thinking about this and connecting it to Monday, Thursday, especially thinking about feet and changing our feet you remember on Monday, Thursday, it's the upper room, and what is Jesus doing there? The disciples are all painfully arguing about who's the greatest, who's going to be on top. And what does Jesus do? He washes their feet. I would say he changes their feet. He gets down and changes their feet. And he says, guys, your whole trajectory is how you can be great, how it can be easy for you and comfortable for you, how you can have power and control, and, and that's, that's not my definition of success. That's not my definition of greatness. And you only have feet that are like feet of the world, and I need you to give, give you my feet, and those feet are feet that descend you don't have the feet yet to go down. And so after he washes the disciples' feet, he says, you've seen what I've done. You go do the same. So that's my prayer. That's my prayer, that God would change my feet in this time. Not just my circumstances. But he teach me things that when I get to another desert place, I'll say, hey, I, I know how to walk here. And you, you can't learn it without being in the desert. So I'm praying that as you're in the desert, God's changing your feet. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, appreciate the uh, encouragement here. I'm going to sign off uh, with a prayer. Lord, thank you so much for your time and attention to us, even in the desert, that you haven't forgotten us, you haven't forsaken us. And Lord, would you change our feet so that we are enabled to walk in dry and rocky places with success because we've trusted in you. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Go in peace. Love you guys.